You guys want to feel old? Sure, sure. man. Metal Gear turns 35 years old. That's, Nani? That's yeah. how old I am. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think Solid hit like 25 a few years ago, but I thought 35 years old is kind of a crazy fucking long 20, time. 24 years. Yeah. For Solid. So now that we've gotten that over with, welcome to episode 24 of Tidy Dynamite wait, Presents. Wait, wait, wait. What? What? How long has it been since Snake's Revenge? Uh, Snake's Revenge? Yeah, Wasn't Snake's expected... Revenge. The true sequel to Metal Gear. Uh, do, 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 do. 1990. Oh, man. 32 years. Yeah. If we're to... Yeah, 19... April 1990. Hey. That's pretty good. Episode 24 of Tiny Dynamite presents Digital Deliberation. I'm your usual driver of the ship. In Shotgun, we've got Thomas with the GPS curves is in the back rocking tunes and snacks. And ironically, I don't have a license. So, I don't uh, I don't like his choice of snacks. Well, sorry, we can... I got the gummies, man. I love a chewy snack. I don't want to be running this, uh, this multi-day cruise with uh, Mr. Nerd's Rope. Yeah, we could stop at the next gas station. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, like normal, we have uh, things that we kind of jump into. Um, first thing I put into today's uh, agenda is the news. Uh, just because, why not? It's been a good week in the news, nothing too depressing. It's been actually a positive uh, week in the news, it was nice. So, the first thing is, someone is selling nearly every single console on eBay for $1 million. That's, uh... that's really, it's kind of impressive that he's got this huge collection. Uh, can we talk about conditioning and what it's included they all look pretty good Um, he also has collected um, basically every single um, all models all colors and every possible limited edition and he's been uh, collecting it since the better half of like the 90s before people were collecting them people spend money on stupider shit so whatever let him get his million bucks I mean yeah, somebody somebody out there has a million dollars and they will spend it on this, right? Like there's somebody out there who just is too wi- too rich for their own good and will just buy it because it's awesome. Whether or not it's a good deal is is a whole other story. They're all boxed. What is game all... value at this point? Yeah, um, I mean, if you're starting a museum maybe Million dollars though, it's a little steep. I, I, think, I, don't, I don't think a museum wants everything. I think they want like the relevant shit. Mm, that's true. He also has like I'm looking at it. He's got like five different variations of like the Xbox. It's like he's got the Far Cry version, Fable, the Halo. It's like he's got a bunch of Xboxes that are in the same box and stuff like that. But I don't, if I remember correctly, there was. Like, the Dragon Ball Z one, I think, might have been a specific console, but I don't think any of those consoles are, like, unique in any fucking way. I think they're just the same one. 
Uh, well, the Xbox 360. No, sorry, the Xbox One, the Taco Bell one. Mm. You power it on, makes the Taco Bell chime. That one's thick. You know what? If if what about the uh, that KFC PC that has a chicken warmer in it? Oh yeah. If he's got that in there, you know, Dude. I might be interested. <laughs> Suddenly, I'll, it's I'll worth buy it. it for him if he doesn't include the Oya. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. If he keeps the Ouya out and gives me the chicken warming <laughs> KFC PC, you see everything but the Ouya. I've got a deal. Wow, he's got some of those weird PS2s though. Like he's got like this a gold. He's got the gold one. I mean, I wonder if he has like other peripherals in there as well, or if it's just the consoles. Because if he's got like the LAN port adapter for like the GameCube and stuff like that, like some of that stuff's really hard to come by. I got so, that. You buy it. I mean, I'm not buying it, but I'm just saying, like, it's hard to come I got, by. I got so one right here, bro. For a, it's, it's for a, a collector's, for a collector's uh, bundle, it, it it's probably got some great stuff in it. I've seen money spent on stupider things, so. Yeah. I wish I just had a millionaire who just got, like, drunk one day, and he's just like, oh, no, honey, I just spent a million dollars on every video game console. She's like, you silly Billy. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Rich people don't know how to spend their money. Otherwise, they wouldn't be rich, right? Uh, I think that's the opposite, bro. No, 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 no. Because they're obviously not spending it. They're just stealing it. Oh, now we're turning political. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. You hear that Gerberchkov Yeah, I did hear about that. I thought he, didn't he was crush capitalism. Already. Yeah, no, he did not succeed in crushing capitalism. Go figure. Uh, yeah, he, what's we, crazy we What's crazy, too, not to get into politics too much, but a lot of, like, high-up Russian, uh, like, people in the military and, and government have been dying under mysterious circumstances in the last couple of weeks. Weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, go look into it yourselves, people. You know, like... Uh, I, I'm You're not, not a crackpot podcast. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, like, a credible source on this. I just saw a video about it the other uh, earlier today, and... Yeah, it's just a lot of, like, multiple reports of the same death with different causes of death. Wild stuff. Anyway, and that's enough uh, world politics. You're confusing oh, our, uh, our viewing audience. No, it's yeah. all cool. While you guys were going on your rant, I was looking at some of the stuff that was included in it, and you were like, oh, if it's just a bunch of consoles, and it's probably not a good deal, but it says 99% of the consoles are boxed, which is kind of a crazy thing. Yeah, I mean, that that does that does really up the value. I mean, I went to some children who want to play some video games. Just saying. Uh, if you got four hundred and thirty-seven thousand euros, you can buy the GameCube Panasonic console. It's not worth anywhere near that much. No. The cube? Yeah, it's only like three hundred bucks, three three fifty, around that yeah, area. Yeah, the the DVD cube. Yeah. It's called the cube Panasonic cube. Oh, this guy wants um four. Oh, it's four hundred thirty euros, United States dollars. Sorry. That was bad. Yeah. I mean, that's, wasn't too bad. that's expensive, but it's not outrageously expensive. Yeah, I feel like for a piece of technology like that, 500 bucks if you're a collector isn't too bad for that compared to like if you're looking for, I think. I never bit the bullet on that. I always have it. I always have a few that I'm looking at and they get too expensive. I'm like, it's not worth it. But I have, uh, you know, been looking at those for quite a few years now. I'm more interested in the uh, the Gundam, the red char... Uh, Gundam uh, GameCube. It's a uh, Japanese only. Pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds fucking dope. 
There's also uh, two Hello Kitty Dreamcasts. One's pink and one's blue. It's oh. it's see through, but the lid for the for the game's drive is uh, either transparent pink or transparent blue. Comes with a controller to match. Um, Sky Blue Tales of uh, Acadia GameCube. I like that uh, one. Symphonia. It's mint green. Symphonia. Yeah, I like that one quite a bit, and I want a. I just want a Game Boy Mini or a light up Game Boy Advanced, just so I can play Tetris in the dark. I know I can do it on like can, a bunch uh, of things right now. I can easily do that for you. But that's like those are two things that I really, I I think it's ironic that I'm six ten and want a Game Boy Mini. That's kind yeah, of yeah. That is. I mean, that's a bad decision. But they're fun. They're fun little systems. <laughs> are they? No, I they're not. I, that, but... uh, I was reading. I read Reggie's book, and he says it's the biggest mistake he feels like Nintendo's made, like in a long time, because like they Not didn't bad. tell him about it. Uh, the Game Boy Mini, the Game Micro. Boy Micro, yeah. He's like, it's a cool piece of technology, but why did we do it? It's smaller. It didn't like make any fucking sense on why they did it. And he's like, all right, I, I'll support it, but it was a novelty fucking... item. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even that expensive when they came out, like eighty bucks or something. People did. People did love them, though, didn't they? Weren't they really I, popular? I have Japan? two of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nice. like they're really popular with collectors here. But I, didn't they? Weren't they like a hit in Japan? Yeah, everything's a hit in Japan. They all love their little special edition consoles. I think they didn't do well over here. Probably not. I mean, they probably did as well as you'd expect. I don't think they were flying off the shelves exactly. Still, one hundred and ten dollars for a Game Boy Micro over here. Yeah, everything gets. Inflated like those uh, DSi uh, 3DS, the new 3DS that came out. They only came out in a, like a limited batch for like an Amazon Prime Day. I want to say like five or six years ago, and they have never re-released them. And they sold them for a hundred dollars. And you cannot find one of those cheaper than like one fifty, two hundred dollars nowadays. Same. Yeah, we we got the 3DS XL new here, but we did we barely got the uh, the standard sized ones. They were bigger they just, in Japan. Yeah, they just went like out quick. People are still using them for like dating simulators. Uh, I doubt that. I saw people taking them. I, I watched some kind of documentary on. I know this is like off topic, but it was like watching documentary on people who are doing virtual dating, and one of the things was that they were walking around with their DS and taking their virtual wives to yeah, carnivals and stuff. I love love plus or I I, yeah. I buy that. I buy that. I've seen I've seen people date weirder things than characters in a Game Boy game. Uh, you got that Steam Deck, and all it is is anime smut nowadays. Is it really? Yeah. Have you looked at Steam lately? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, if you if you have the adult content enabled, like if you don't have that stuff turned off, that's all there is. It's wild. It's hard to find new releases. Yeah. Whoa, purple Game Boy Micro. That is pretty. Purple Game Boy Micro. I do not have that. I have a silver one, and I have the Famicom throwback one that's like that, that yeah, crimson so red. Cool looking. I never Sorry, guys. I like looking at weird retro consoles on eBay. That's what I go on the rabbit hole. You're for. on the wrong site. Fun stuff. Um, but yeah, some guy is selling every single console. Um, he's gonna buy it now, price of nine hundred eighty-four thousand euros, which is basically the million. So if you got a million bucks and you listen to this. Go buy it. I, tell us. I, tell us. I got a. I got a lot of consoles back here. If you guys want to give me a million dollars for all my consoles, I'll gladly sell them to you. Yeah. I got like fifteen Xbox originals. I want you to autograph one. Are they still uh, in box in special edition, Tom? 
I have special edition ones. I don't have the boxes anymore. I have a uh, original Xbox. I have the Halo one. What we really need is the special edition Tom. I am the special edition. We need a hero. <laughs> you don't get more limited than me. We need a hero in the ever in the night. Oh, and he's got cool. da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's keep this train going. Well, that was a fun story. So moving on to other fun stories. Konami's going to be announcing it's going to be making a big wave announcement at uh, TGS or the Tokyo Game Show. For anyone who doesn't know what TGS stands for, um, is, is this going to be the their version of the Sega Super Game? I I really I want to know what they're I, like. It says it's a beloved series, which means it can't be like. Some Palmer metaverse Man. bullshit or something. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. I just, it's. I feel like it's probably gonna. It's probably just gonna be something that we've seen a bunch of already. Like, I don't know. Are you saying that Konami is creatively bankrupt and just keep uh, reusing their IPs for quick cash? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, got Bomberman, Castlevania, maybe. Did they say in what kind of scope they're going? Like, is this a big AAA game? Is it some kind of mobile thing? Did they say anything at all what it's going to be? All they says it's going to be a beloved series is all I could read from what I've found through articles <sighs> is that it's going to be a beloved series that's going to make waves. There's that never-ending rumor that Blooper Team is going to work in a Silent Hill game, which they suck, so I hope they do not make one. Uh, but that's been the rumor for, I don't know, two years now. Two years plus, in the sense they... They've announced what they're doing after that. Uh, they put out that game earlier. You know what it could be? And it's going to piss a lot of people off. It could be Pro Soccer Evolution because there hasn't been one since like fucking 2014. And I people up as love that shit. People love soccer games. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I guess the market's kind of open right now since FIFA is kind of shit in the bed with their EA license. So EA's going to have a new franchise. Uh, there's going to be a new FIFA game. And I mean the mega, the market's already being shaken up, so why not throw it a new could soccer be Bomberman. game? Bomberman, Bomberman would be good because it is a partyish game, and people are doing like a like a lot of multiplayer games and stuff like that. It would be an easy one to fucking do. Like Bomberman wouldn't be a bad one. They've been doing things with that Bomberman R for a while. They, they, I think they made it free to play, but it, they released it for. It was originally a Switch game, and then it came out to Xbox, PS4, and PC, I believe. And they had a bunch of microtransactions and stuff for like costumes and things like that, and it was doing well. And I think they eventually made it. Free to play, so I wouldn't be shocked if there's a new one of those. Uh, I mean, you got Castlevania would be nice, of course, but I don't think they'd do a good job with it. They have that shitty that mobile game they throw onto the arcade, uh, Apple Arcade. Did you guys play that? No. It is a no. 2D side scroller, but it is a obviously a shell of where microtransactions used to be. So uh, it's very hard to play, and it's not particularly good in either case. There has been a pro soccer game for a while, so that could be wrong. There's been they've been. I thought there had been, yeah, yeah. I thought thought there's been going on, yeah. Um, what else would Konami have to give a shit about? Like Frogger. You love to hear. (laughs) Yeah, dude, they're bringing back Frogger in 2024. (laughs) I love Frogger. DDR VR. They've been doing VDR since uh, Ace. I think Ace version three is currently. The standard right now. Still Looking got their sound Voltex coming up. I mean, all their music games are pretty, uh, yeah, pretty habitual. They don't really stop doing those unless they stop making money. Sorry, uh, what was that one I liked? Musica. Yeah, yep. that game did not uh, not last very long. But you know, the other ones did. <laughs> oh, it'd be so cool if it was Sukunin, but I know you like you just said well before we started that it's not going to be Sukunin. Well, the guy who makes the the creative director of Sukunin uh, made uh, Euden Chronicles, which is they have that that. Uh, 
that side scroller beat 'em up come off that that was an Xbox Live Game Pass game. Uh, that that pissed me off because I, I did. Here's my ramble about fucking Kickstarters. Okay, the Kickstarter idea, the way it always was originally before it got too fucking corporate, was that it, the people were like small guys. You know, Cravels is really wanting to make a game. He has a like, proof of concept. Throws out a demo. He's like, guys, I want to finish this game. Help me. They throw on like, help me get a hundred thousand dollars. I'll I'll get a team. I'll finish this game. Bust it out. But all it is nowadays. The Sukaden people did this, the fucking uh, Bloodstained, Shenmue 3, all these people. They, they get people to back their game, and then they're like, at the end of the thing, they say, oh, we secured a third-party publisher to help us with the rest of the costs. So it completely destroys the whole point of the helping people start their game thing. Yeah, it's just another way to suck up some capital. Exactly. And, and, they, and, and people they, are they, saying... They take yeah, advantage ahead. of the fans, and then they don't... They release a crap product. It's a beloved series. It doesn't say it's, Konami it's a series. There's a new one coming up in Kickstarter where it's the guy who made Wild Arms, and he's making. He wants to make a new game, and people keep justifying it by saying, "Well, he needs to show that people are interested. So they want to get this. They want to get this Kickstarter up and have a lot of fans back the money." But he made five fucking <laughs> Sony licensed games on the PlayStation. Five of them. That is enough credit for a third-party publisher to fund somebody making a new game. I don't believe that. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the guy who made Wild Arms. Can I make a game with you guys? That's what uh, Shijim, uh Shinjim, I want to fuck his name up. The guy who made Resident Evil. He went off and he made his new company and he made, uh, what was that game? He made Ghostwire Tokyo. We, uh, I'm glitching out here. Uh, he made, um, what was that? Evil Within. He made two of those games. Like he just, he started a small company and he had a third party publisher work with him. So why aren't these other people doing this? I, I don't know, and like the Mega Man guy did it too, and then he fucking did Mighty Number no. Nine, and that was hot poopy. Well, he he was bad at making games anyway. <laughs> I don't. I mean, Mega Man was good. He didn't make Mega Man. No, I thought he did. I thought no. that was the whole thing. He was like a project coordinator or something. I think he might have designed like the blue of the character, but he did not make Mega oh, Man. Oh my god, Is that's Ken, that's Kenji Nakune. <clears throat> Has there been an Attack on Titan game? Yeah, plenty. There's okay. a fan game one going around that uh, actually just got like a major patch recently. Um, it looks really good. It's literally made by like one developer. I I, I should I should uh, I'll get some information about it. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll cover it next week. They're inviting uh, Yuki Kaji on stage to represent the the world beloved series, and he's just known for Attack on Titan. Is the only thing I know about him. Uh, yeah, there's it, been. At least two Attack on Titan games, and then there's been plenty of uh, tie-ins. I think there was, wasn't there Attack on Titan uh, Call of Duty or something like that. Like one of the oh, Battle no. Zone. What what do they call their little uh, little battle royale? Uh, Warzone. I I yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a Attack on Titan one of those, and yeah, a bunch of other stuff. I, I want to say the Attack on Titan games were made by a Mega Force, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. So they're announcing a bunch of stuff. It's a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. They said the Kaminami unannounced title. Um, I'm looking is this at live was, feed. I'm no, I'm looking Hot at off the This is off Jimatsu.com. Um, this is like the stuff that they've basically have released for what's going to be at um, what there's what you can see at um, the game show. And the only thing I'm seeing is like they're doing Coffee Top Episode Two, um, Legends of Heroes. I don't know what that is. Wonder Boy Ultimate Collection, Steel Empire, and the big, 
is um, a I, th- I think I've bitched about it several times on this podcast, but uh, it is a Falcom RPG series known for its Trials in the Sky and their uh, what's the school based one the in oh, Cold yeah. Steel or something like that. They're all yep. trash RPGs. So the big one is just basically Konami announcing that there's going to be a game over beloved series, and it's not going to be. Um, Silent Hill, because there has been rumored that earlier this year um, that there's going to be a Silent Hill remake is down the road, and there's going to be also another episodic uh, short stories to be in development by the studio. It's called Annapurna Interactive. Annapurna, yeah, they did. They did your shitty uh, Firewatch game uh, and Wild Hearts and Outer Wilds. Yeah, and telling I think, lies. I think they're a movie studio who branched out to video games. Sayonara Wild. You like Sayonara Wild Hearts, though, didn't oh, you? Oh yeah, that game. That game's dope. Yeah, they made that. So positive. Yeah, positive. Want to play that game? Uh, you should. Uh, you should be very not sober. It'd make really? you enjoy a lot more. Yeah, it's a music. Uh, trippy music I, game. I think I played it on the phone. I think it was on. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it's on Apple iPhone. Arcade. Yeah, I have the Apple Arcade. It's really worth it. Yeah, I have it too. All right, guys, you ready? Um, hold on to your broomsticks. Okay. Quidditch won't be playable in Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, well, good, good I'm, I'm yeah. throwing my key, I'm throwing my keyboard. Okay, yeah. I want to stress that Quidditch is a stupid game to begin with. Yes. Uh, what is everybody else doing? Like they're all uh, trying to get those like one and two points, but the guy who gets the golden thing automatically fucking wins the game. So like, those other people are. Well, I mean, it's a game designed by a turf, so it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to make sense because they don't use logic anyway. <laughs> um, but also, you know. W- like I'm not interested in this Harry Potter game. I think we've we've mentioned it before. You know, J.K. Rowling sucks, um, etc. But uh, yeah, this this game like there's a fucking Nazi on the initial development crew. Like it, it's oh, I remember it, that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. game's hot Whoops. trash. So like, oh no, a feature that was like supposed to be in the game isn't in it. Fucking big deal. You know, hey, man. separate the <clears throat> artist from the art thought this game would be fun and when i first heard about it and then like every it's been it feels like it's been development for so fucking long that it's like i don't think it's gonna be good i mean on on the separate on and on separating the art art from the artist i mean the whole goblin race is a series of anti-semitic tropes and the the game is about stopping a goblin uprising when the goblins are treated like almost like second class citizens so I don't think separating the art from the artist is a valid thing to do here uh, when, like, there's, like, an anti-Semitic background message and yep. there's... You know what I mean? I don't think... I don't think he's separating the art from right. the artist is, is the a valid thing to do. He's 100% right. Oh, my God. The antagonists featured in the game include Ranrock, the re- including of the Goblin Rebellion in it, and Victor Redwood, the leader of the group of the Dark Wizards. So do you yeah. think the people who bought Hitler's uh, little wall tiles for back when he was doing that do you think they uh they got those removed after world war ii no i, I don't know they like looking at those and saying hmm maybe it's time for new wall tiling maybe but yeah like f- <laughs> fuck this harry potter game i'm glad yeah. that features that people thought were going to be in it are missing i hope i hope that everything about it is terrible i won't be playing it um uh, it'll still make Joanne. you tons of money yeah, yeah, they're still going to make tons of money um, because, like, Disney adults and, like, Potterheads are, uh... Hey, man, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a. I'm yeah, fuck it. Side. I was not going to get I'm you aware. any more angry curves, but did you hear about her new book? Oh, uh, yeah, dude. She what? can... She can fucking... She can Tom, have you, have you heard about it? 
Me? It came out over the weekend, yeah. J.K. Rowling decided that she was going to make a book that basically is about a transphobe, transphobe who gets doxxed online. Yeah, no, it... She's it, not a it, transphobe, it's... she's British. <laughs> that sounds like it's those mutually exclusive. She writes a book about a transphobe who gets bullied online and doxxed and then they kill themselves or, or get murdered or whatever. Oh, and it's like, see, look, I'm the victim because I'm the transphobe. Get fucked, Joanne. Oh, like, my God, I can't, I, I can't believe <sighs> I read four of those books growing up, you know? You gotta get me kicked off of iTunes. I'm sorry. No, man, uh, If Jay, she's still there. We're fine. There's a lot yeah, of weird yeah, shit on you iTunes. Know what? Um, yeah, if, if she can still published content if then... i could find fucking alex jones by doing a google search i think we'll be fine yeah alex jones can still make content i have not said anything anywhere near as controversial as either of them nah man we can go listen to him on myspace music or soundcloud right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> remember like, when video games were yeah, fun fuck Joe remember Man. myspace fuck Joe oh shit myspace but is yeah. still a thing i think yeah, they are yeah yep. yeah it's just not me showing up my, my top six spaces, though. People freaked Tom? out because the... Whoops, sorry. I was going to say, F Facebook, Tom, he didn't sell our data to the Chinese government, did he? Who cares? Let the Chinese have my information. Fuck them. They want to know that I bought fucking... What, what, what is Epic sell? Uh, I bought fucking Control? Then let them know that. I don't give a shit. Fuck I got it. Control for free. I did too. I keep giving it away. I bought it launch day because I'm an idiot. I heard it was really good. Uh, it's it's a remedy game. They're all like crazy, crazy reviewed and they're very mediocre. All of them. The only ones that were actually great games were the first two Max Payne games. Alan Wake, boring. It's Luigi's Mansion with a fucking pistol. Yeah. <laughs> I like that concept though. Yeah, it's it's a fine game. It's it just people act like it's a fucking coming of Christ. It was a okay action game with a weird test storytelling element to it. Greatest game ever. Like fuck you. I, I've I've never played it. Would you say it's like the uh, Donnie Darko of games? No, Donnie Darko is actively bad. Alan Wake's yeah. a good game. It's just overrated. Okay. I think I think Donnie Darko like really tried to do something, fell short, and people got hyped about it. Have I told you how I saw Donnie Darko? No, but I would imagine it involves a Rankin. No, 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 it's nothing crazy. But I was, I, I worked at GameStop back in like 2005, 2006. And we got this new guy and he was, uh, I'll show him how to, you know, I was training him and shit. And he's like, do you like Donnie Darko? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. He's like, it's a movie. It seems like a movie you'd like. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So I checked it out because we actually sold DVDs back in that that time period you can just check out what the fuck you wanted at GameStop so I watched it and I was offended like how the fuck did he think this is me <laughs> this is a terrible movie I'd rather watch Videodrome fuck is I this like they wrote, I feel like they wrote their script and they're just like oh shit we don't know how to write an ending to this ah, here's the ending uh, video, Videodrome's a good movie uh, is it good I it's definitely so. unique I'll give it that It's it's doing something it's just a it's a hard watch. I'm, Plus it has James yeah, Woods that's, in it. I mean, that's just Cronenberg. Cronenberg in general is a hard watch. Uh, it's I, an anniversary of uh, the last time he directed a movie, I believe. It was... Uh, he just... Cost, what do you mean? He just yeah, he, he, just did, he just did a movie now. But between yeah, now 
And I believe 10 years ago, he did Cosmopolitan. Have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. That's the one with uh, Twilight Vampire. He's oh, driving no, around a limo. I, I did not see that. I should see that. Oh, uh, no, no, don't. It's bad. I watched no? it and I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, really? I like Robert Pattinson. That's just. Oh, funny. no, Robert Pattinson's great. I'm very happy the way he uh, has presented himself since Twilight. Uh, uh, Lighthouse? That's a fucking great movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't see. Um, What's that one he's in recently? Uh, the Batman. I didn't see that Batman. I liked that movie fucking a lot. I really did like that movie. I I'm still on my anti-comic either, book but... kick right now, so I haven't gotten yeah, back I'm to it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, Tom. Yeah. I watched The Boys, and that's kind of where my superhero kick comes from uh, these days. I put it on the background for work one night because it's a three-hour fucking movie, but I was what good just it, to... It's so good, though. It, it was one of those things that, like, you just break it up twice. I've been going through a... Uh classic movie phase so we watched uh high noon and a bunch of the uh the clint eastwood cowboy movies and stuff like that recently that's kind of my uh, go-to watching whatever movies you've been telling me to yeah you've you've missed a lot of like uh, classics like i watched Goodfellas boys in the hood i watched boys goodfellas hood. this week uh yeah. i watched Cas- uh, casino i realized is bad goodfellas so i got your reference now uh i need a next movie reference <laughs> next one i should watch uh, do you like Hong Kong action movies? Yes. I recommend either The Killer or uh, Hard Boiled. They're both John Woo slash Chowin Fat action movies. Hard Boiled may be one of my favorite movies ever made. It's really good. I mean, don't expect a high, high art here. It's a it's an action movie where a guy jumps over tables and throws doves out of uh, broken windows. Throws and stuff, doves. But, you know, it's a John Woo movie, so he'll just jump over a table, slide down a pole, and there be doves flying everywhere, and he's gunning people down with two pistols. Fantastic movie. Recommended. Also, people have been throwing shade at Face Off, like it's not like a great movie. What's, what's up with that? Is this some kind of a, some kind of new upcoming of people retroactively hating on Face Off? I don't think I've seen Face Off. Great fucking movie. I, <laughs> yeah. You've never seen Face Off? Oh my god, so. dude. That's like when people tell me they've never seen Top Gun. Like, you've never seen Top Gun? <laughs> I have I haven't seen Top Gun in a long time. I couldn't tell you a single thing about Top Gun. Uh, there's jets and oh, a bunch wait, of half naked men playing I volleyball. Gonna, I was gonna say I can tell you it's very homoerotic. The sequel is two. <laughs> uh, yeah, Recommended. I kind of I, I kind of like that that like all these like super macho movies are actually incredibly gay. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, next story. Um, this is I was going to talk about movies. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Yeah, yeah man. Tom. Do you know I've never seen Indiana Jones? Any of them? Uh, they're not bad. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen Crystal Skull, but the original three are not bad. Yeah, people say it's like the inspiration of Tomb Raider and all this stuff, and I love Tomb Raider. You'd think I would have seen these Indiana Jones films, but uh, I've never watched them. No, yeah, you should definitely, uh, at least, at least the first two, for sure. I mean... Alright, maybe I'll get... A f- the, the one with the Nazis is, you know, there's Nazis. Is that the one where they, they get their faces melted or something? Yeah, yeah, and I'm a firm believer that if if Indiana Jones had just stayed home, uh, everything in three would have been way easier. Like, the Nazis would have just, like, found the thing and melted their faces. Sorry, spoilers for, like, a 25-year-old movie or whatever. 40-year-old movie now. 40-year-old movie. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Yeah, spoilers, are older spoilers than me. for yeah, spoilers for an ancient ass movie, but yeah, if India just like sat that one out, like the Nazis would have just had the Ark, fucking opened it and died. Like, 
he really just, you know, made a mountain out of a molehill. Have you seen Blade Runner? Uh, yes, both. Those are okay, Brett. Have, have you seen Blade Runner? Yes, both of them. How do you How do you feel about them? Love them. Okay. There's a lot of uh, a lot of retro hate towards the first Blade Runner, saying it's incredibly boring. To them, I say you don't understand movies. You have to watch the director's cut. I think it was that someone told me to watch. Oh yeah, you watch you watch the director's cut. You don't watch the it's, actual it's one. It's the director's cut because like, and I watched that. And I thought it was a very fine movie. Yeah, that's I'm I'm one of those guys, but I think it actually is my favorite movie. <laughs> it's really fucking good. It's really good. Man, what um, happened to uh, Ridley Scott? Man, Alien, fucking. Blade yeah. Runner, pow pow, then you know. Then they made else. Prometheus, but I think he just uh what was what's the term there? Uh when they don't actually Bell make off? it. No. Produced. I think he produced it. Mm. I think he actually came back for Alien Resur not Resurrection, that's the wrong one. The uh the more recent alien movie that was the sequel to Prometheus, which was equally as bad. I think he came back for that one. Oh uh Covenant? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I watched Prometheus and they were Prometheus is better than the other one. And they're both pretty bad. They're very dumb for being scientists. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, but that also, I mean, the same thing happens in Alien. Like, literally the same thing of, of like, Hey, maybe don't let that thing back in the ship if you're contaminated, and then they do it anyway. You know? Yeah, what but I mean? they're so... they're just like dumb mine workers. They're not doctors who have gone to this place specifically to study it or anything. They're just on an alien ship. You talk about aliens or an oh, alien? Oh, but they alien. Alien they, one. They... Yeah, they're, they're just a bunch of people on a ship. Yeah, but they still have they still have a quarantine protocol. There's a whole scene where where Ridley t- tries to <laughs> tell them they can't. They can't, Let me uh, tell you about union workers and how much fucks they give. <laughs> <laughs> Not man. very much. All right, tell me yeah, this. They... What's your guys' opinion on black and white movies? Will you watch them? Or are they too old for you? Oh, I don't I'll watch them. Yeah, whatever. Bree won't watch anything made before 1990. Gross. Yeah, it's hard. Really? There's so I, I many great movies from the 80s. I know. There's a lot of people I know who just won't touch anything if it's black and white, which I think is crazy. They have that... that very specific way of acting, especially the, the female uh, actresses. Well, they always have that very floaty voice. But other than that, I mean, they're pretty solid. I wouldn't dismiss them just because of their age. Yeah, no, you gotta be you gotta be willing to at least like, you know, take in the, oh, excuse me. Take you guys ever watch? Uh, art and yeah, do you guys ever watch uh, High Noon? Can't say I've watched High Noon. It's a good movie. You should watch it. Not very long, like an hour and a half. I think you'd like that one, Carvels. It has yeah, a message. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll be sure to read into it way too much. <laughs> You're only 70 years too late, but, you know. Yeah. I think you got the director blacklisted in the uh, in the, in the business. I, I, I don't know if I... I think I mentioned, I did see that new Cronenberg film, uh, Crimes Against the Future or whatever. Yeah, was how was it? it? That was, uh, I mean, it was Cronenberg-y. It was fucking weird. Body horror cronenberg or just kind of like mindfuckery? Uh, yes. Both. Okay. There's <laughs> a lot of surgery involved. It's um, the fly. Again. It's something about surgery is the new sex and sex is the new surgery or something. Uh, it was fucking weird. Classic 
Cronenberg weirdness. Um, yeah, something about plastic and yeah, I don't know. Fucking weird Cronenberg shit. Just give it a watch if you're into that sort of thing. I think you just described Videodrome. Yeah, basically. I mean, plastic and some shit. Stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, Videodrome's TV and some shit. Stuff happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the same thing, but with plastic instead of TV. All right, we got to talk about video games again. I'll, I'll happily make a, a movie podcast. You guys want to talk about movies? Let's we do it. Do a, we could do a, a movie club. Yeah. We watch, we'll watch the same movie one week and talk about it. We'll, we'll get to a Patreon tier and do it once a month. Yeah. Patreon. A dollar. Fuck, I'll do a dollar. I don't give a shit. Dollar Patreon account. Boop, boop. Yeah. We'll talk no. about movies. All right. Next thing. Um, Evercade, if it's like that weird um, yeah. console system. Yeah. They're going to be doing a new updated handheld. Um, it's kind of cool looking. Um, it's going to include 16, 18 Capcom games on it. It's a system that... Do they uh, understand that we have a thousand and one ways to play a bunch of these games already on devices that aren't locked to cartridges? You don't want to buy Breath of Fire? The cartridge system? I don't know if they just don't get that the cartridge system's over. Breath of Fire? Yeah, they put a Breath of Fire on it. The first one? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Try, try playing that game without a patch ROM. <laughs> Come back to me and something that's still a fucking fun game. There's one and two. On here. You need to have those uh, those rebalancing patches. Otherwise, they are a fucking slog. That and the same thing with Fantasy Star. If you play any of the Fantasy Star games, get the patch version to have the rebalancing. I have a hard time picking up any old RPG games because I just like I don't have the grind time I used to. Right. You, you typically want to find something that's rebalanced. Rebalancing patches in this in this regard usually means they have the XP boosted up, and they'll make all the stats more uh, appropriate for like a challenge, so it's not just blind grinding. And I, I don't know if you if you take away my ability to fast forward, I, I don't know if I'll play them. Yeah, that that that's what I mean. Like I need to be able to speed up time and like power yeah. through them quicker. Like, they put I that don't... in modern game. They put that in Final Fantasy XII. The first time they re-released that game on the PS2, they came out with a button you press and makes the game twice as fast. Just because, just for the grinding, because they know it's like, ah, oh, this is kind of a slog, huh? And then the the newer versions, like the modern day ports of that game, have a four times. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's like they understand. Like, oh, these are slow. yeah. The thing is, they wanted to get past uh, rentals and stuff, so they boosted up a bunch of difficulties and grinds and shit, so you can't just beat it on a weekend. Well, there's all those yeah, other. I mean, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I would love to go back and play Breath of Fire three because I got really far and I never beat it, and it's one of those games. But like, that game has a difficulty it, spike in it for sure, especially like yeah. towards the end. Well, even just in the beginning, there's like a lot of grinding. Like, it's like it's a lot of hours just to get into the game. You know, top tier soundtrack though. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 a fun game. Like the smooth jazz, it's fucking great. I love it. Yeah, no, some of those tracks like are in my brain in ways I can't, like I'll never fully be able to get out. Yeah, yeah. Um, And there's there's another there's like a couple other little sound effects from it that I just like I hear. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, definitely like the fishing. Oh yeah. You ready? You ready? Mm, Great. Yeah. Good. Great game. People who say four is better, I don't know what you're talking about. Four is good, but it's not. It's not three. Three's great. I never played four. So four's good. It's a handheld system. 
I'm not going to get it. I don't give a shit about these no. these novelty cartridge systems. I mean, I have all these things, and I have things that are way more comfortable than these whatever these garbage things come out as. So, I mean, what's the, what am I going to buy it for? Put it on my shelf and look at it and say, hey, they're trying. That's I don't have true. nostalgia. It's like this whole thing with the Amico. It's like, we're not going to have, we're going to have straight up cartridges. There's going to be no downloads, no updates. Like, yeah, but that's not, those aren't bad things, you know? I, I, I'm a guy with a game collection of like thousands of physical games. Let me tell you, I don't give a fuck about physical media. <laughs> yeah, don't no, I shit. love I love digital distro. Um, my only problem is when the game you don't get the full game, and that has you know like that has less to do with digital distro and more to do with companies like shitty DRM, which is yeah, why I should support GOG. <laughs> shitty shitty DRM or like you know uh, crunch and and the game just doesn't get. Uh, produced in a timely manner and is then like suffering for that you know nintendo (laughs) Nintendo yeah fucking we're gonna shut down our servers hope you have your games on your your console when that console dies oops (laughs) yes shit like like yeah shit like what blizzard does like that kind of stuff is why i hate digital distro but like realistically i fucking love it like realistically it's great having a a backed up image file that I can just launch in, play the game. It's always on my computer. No bullshit. It's the way to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This, 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 this fucking 2022 buying a handheld console that can only read these cartridges, and these cartridges are sold in packs of games that you may or may not want. Like, I want Breath of Fire, but I don't want fucking Final Fight 2 or some shit. I don't know what the fuck else is on that pack you're talking about, but, you know, it's they come in, like, these smorgasbord packages as opposed to individual games. What's right. what's so wrong? Like Nintendo 3DS had it right. You went to a store, you bought your fucking game, and you own the game. It's on your system. Nintendo servers, one thing aside, but the idea was there. Whereas on the Switch, you don't get those purchases carried over, nor do you get them on your console. You have to be on their streaming service, and they they can take off whatever they want at any time. You don't ever actually own anything. Yeah, they so. can. They, they could just disable content within the game too. They can. Just... Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's garbage. Don't yeah. give these people money for this shit. <laughs> also don't and, buy retro games that are expensive I, I was just talking to somebody in a discord and he said he wanted these uh like metroid fusion or something on game boy advance i'm like just go on aliexpress and buy it for three dollars buy the fucking bootleg version like no i'm not gonna do that what are you trying to preserve some fucking ancient nintendo fucking sacredness like what do you why do you need the yeah, official Nintendo's cartridge? not even a cool company anymore nintendo they're not making any cool. money off a cartridge for somebody buying off somebody for 80 bucks on ebay they're not getting any money from that well, matter. And, yeah, and and like Nintendo like stopped being cool a long time ago. They've they've gone kind of evil. Have they you know? ever like been they, cool? I don't know. I used to think they were cool. Yeah, they were crazy in the eighties. That's what caused all these. That's like why the Sega Genesis got so uh, boosted up in sales because a bunch of developers would rather go with Sega's uh, licensing. Because Nintendo would charge you a lot of money. Only they could produce the cartridges. So you had to buy a bulk order. And you had you could only release so many games a year. So if, say if you're a Konami who has a shit ton of games. You can only release 10 games a year. Which is why Ultra Games exists. Namcot is another result of this. People want made umbrella companies just to release more of their games in America. Because they could they were limited. So they had that whole thing going on. The 90s that is, I don't know. They were just kind of boring. Because they were losing. They weren't losing, but they weren't stomping like they were in the 80s they were yeah. they had competition they weren't they were still number one but you know there, there wasn't a lot going on plus they had the fucking n64 which is a garbage system yep the 2000s i don't know man they, were they cool 
No. They got Iwata in, what was that? I want to say end of the Wii era. We got Halo 3. Halo 3 was fun. Halo 3 is an Xbox game, right? That, that was not for Nintendo. I thought we were just talking about was 2000s good in general for video games. Uh, we're like, talking oh, about we Nintendo Xbox. and their Oh, their no, no. Nintendo is fucking no. The president's a crazy old man who just fucking told him to make money because he didn't know how to understand what video games were. It's like, I make playing cards and old toys. I make pop guns. What, what the fuck are these video games? Right. You guys handle it. Make me money. Uh, Japanese companies. Do you know Sega yeah. was made by American? What? Yeah, as an American dude at station in Japan, and I believe he sold the company to some Japanese folks into the company. But it originally started off as a white dude in Japan. Crazy. Yeah. That is kind of wild. 100% Japanese well, company in Japan, well, but you know, there's some white dude. you know. <laughs> yeah. And did you know uh, Capcom means capsule games because they made the little, the little things you put the coins in and they came out with little capsule balls? Did you know that? I got all these game news for you. Thanks, any more any, any more nuggets of information? Do you know Sega means service games? Did you know yet? I do you guys not ever do you guys ever scroll through YouTube on your phone? And you get like the shorts? The shorts, and it's just the most stupid fucking videos like check out this crazy secret of the PS2. Did you guys know that you can flip the logo when it's standing vertically to be vertical with the system? Like fuck these videos. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like it's some kind what of revelation. A crazy trick. Yeah. It's like, you just flip the logo, bro. He <laughs> told you in the manual. If you hold down 16 buttons on the GameCube, did you know it goes, wah, 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 wah. It's like, There's a samurai guy and a baby. The bear, the baby's terrifying. Mm, yeah. I prefer the, uh, the, um, what do you call that Japanese play? Kabuchi? The k- Kabuchi voice? No, yeah. That was much better. That's a big ass crab. That's a big gotta, ass crab. You gotta hit a sweet point for massive damage. You see, that's you a game. Want... That's a gamer joke. Did you get the joke I just made? I did, it was a I reference to a video game joke. event. Yeah, I we're, we're don't in deep here. Get it. You see, back when the PlayStation Three was revealed, they had a live demo. I put "live" in quotations here of Genji Genji Two. I believe it was Genji Two, and the guy famously said, "You attacked the." Uh, <laughs> We recreate battles of Japan that actually happened. Now fight this giant enemy crab, hit its weak point for massive damage. You don't remember that? Yeah. It, yeah. it was memes for years. Oh. Years. Developers, developers, developers. That one's still referenced. No, no, that was like the late 90s, I think. That was like 98, Windows 98 revealing or something? Might have been Windows 95. It was a uh, Windows. That was a Windows thing? I could have sworn that was yeah. a PlayStation thing. No, developers, developers, developers with Steve Ballmer going insane on stage about, like, fucking Microsoft Word or some shit. <laughs> developers, you talking developers, about? developers. Dude, I don't know. I just That I just dude did a that. line before that show. You fucking know he did. Yeah, he was probably nervous. Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, he's, he's in a trade show for Microsoft Windows. How, how nervous can you be? Yeah. Uh, Whenever Steve, uh, or not Steve Jobs, whenever Bill Gates was on stage, it was always a classic. I love. Did you see? Did you see that clip of uh, they're talking about DirectX and they had Windows um, Windows ninety five version of Doom, and he was like superimposed in the game. No. He comes out with like a trench coat and a shotgun. You guys never seen this? But no. Yes, I did. I listened to it in the documentary. <laughs> it's so good. And then I went and watched it. Yeah, he's the it most like so mousy good. nerdy man. And he pulls out the shotgun and is like, don't interrupt me, you! And he shoots him with the shotgun. It's fucking yeah. great. It was, Romero, uh, I, it was Romero's idea. Yeah, probably. Romero's a fucking rock star. Yeah. I listened to it in Romero's book. He's like, yeah, it was totally our idea. I'm like, yeah, of course <laughs> it fucking was. Do you think it was Bill Gates? It, was, it wasn't Bill Gates' idea. 
You think Bill Gates came into the Doom office like, all right, guys, I have a shotgun no, and a trench coat. Bill Gates known for wearing trench coats. I know. <laughs> uh, this podcast is a fucking travesty. Yeah, uh, it's fine. No, we're like, I, I'm like, we're close. Um, I think we're doing fine. We're doing fine. Yeah. You, you panic too much. I'm not um, panicking. I just know I'm tanking this show. No, you're fine. So People love you... our deranged rants. My D and D group confirms this. Um, you, can go, you can go to like a million other podcasts for generic except game for fucking news. Derek, who is always goddamn late. Was he late again? He was fucking late again. What the fuck, Derek? He what said the seven. Fuck, Derek. He, he said seven ish, and then he's like, then he's like, never mind. We're like, then don't say seven ish. <laughs> Love you, Derek. Uh, Josh, also thank you for not killing the group and stealing with my pro wrestling character that I made this week. It was very fucking annoying. Um, also, so anyone who is interested, did you do like SNK versus Capcom? Oh, uh, yeah. It was yeah. good. Which, yeah. which one? The first one? Uh, that's, a, that's kind of a loaded question. Yeah. Capcom versus SNK 2, great game. The pocket versions that were on the Neo Geo Pocket Color, great games. Uh, SNK versus Capcom. Uh, okay, there's two. There were two games. There was SNK versus Capcom, which is the one that was SNK developed that came out for Neo Geo. That game was janky but incredibly fun, but incredibly broken. SN, uh, Capcom versus SNK was the Capcom developed on a much more polished game. So at Evo, they did a poster like revisiting it, and then people were like, "Yo, it'd be really which fucking way? cool." Um, Capcom or SNK first. Um, it's probably Capcom yeah. versus SNK. That was the more of a legacy game. New SNK versus Capcom. SNK versus Capcom, huh? Yeah. Very so, interesting. Um, basically, they said the nostalgic merchandise like sold out, and they said it reconfirmed the public's huge interest in, in a SNK versus Capcom revival. And he said that's definitely in the future, and something that everybody on all sides and the parties are interested in. So it's not just like one of those things that are like, oh yeah, we made this sweet poster for Evo. Like, hope this doesn't do anything. And like, when a band would do like one concert together, and they're just like, "This is a one-off. Don't fucking expect anything." But this one is just like, no, there's definitely interest on both sides now that um, Evo is as big as it is, and they're pushing basically Nintendo out. And they're just like, it would make more sense. We need some more fucking good fighting games. Yeah, this sounds a lot like how Yakuza Seven happened. What did it happen? It was an April Fool's joke that was going to be a turn-based RPG, and the response was so positive that she'd made it a turn-based RPG. <laughs> Yeah, at Evo, I guess they're just like, please, we make a new one. They're like, actually, that sounds like a damn good idea. <laughs> I like this new fighting game um, revival. Like, we have uh, EX Fighting Lair, where the fuck that game is. Uh, this The new age version of uh, those Capcom EX games. We should actually fucking do, um, do Steam revive that tonight. I mean, um, stream that at some point. Yeah, possibly. But just have the fact that it exists, like this weird new revival. Yeah. Uh, Tekken's barely doing something. Uh, I hope we got New Dead or Alive. That, that last one was kind of a flop. I thought it was very good, but it was, uh, I guess, not the sales they we expected. Uh, Street Fighter Six is coming out. Uh, fucking, we have a, new a really Melt good review Blood. too, from what people are saying. Uh, we have like Grand Blue versus and all this shit. Like, there's a bunch of stuff going on in the gaming world. I, I, I want this to continue, and I also want them to bring back Twitch shooters because I miss those. Yes. I said this last week, too. Um, if you haven't gone and had a chance to watch that Evo Tekken finale, Jesus fucking oh, no, Christ. No, oh, goddamn no. good. Like, it, it's just fun watching two people who are just so goddamn good. And Tekken's one of those games that are just really fun 
when you can see like two opponents just going back and forth, back and forth, and you're just waiting for the break to happen, and that's how it was. It was it was just really awesome to watch. I'm waiting for you to get good, Brett. I want to play Tekken fights. I'll play some Tekken this week because I haven't played anything but a game that I mention later. Uh, last big news: three, four, three industries confirmed um, a new round of Halo Infinite content delays, as well as the cancellation of local split screen screen in co-op mode. Who cares? Um, yeah. I mean, it was it, it was there for just for the nostalgia take of it. But how many people are actually playing split screen gaming in like 2022? It was 10 years ago. You pull out your phone and you go on your fucking X X cloud and you use your own your phone as a second screen. I mean, yep. there's so some many ways around it. Some people got yeah. Do you say, hey man, here's a here's an iPad. Pull up X cloud and play with me. Go play in a different room because everyone has an Xbox at this point in every room almost. Like I dread having to play split screen. Some of these games I don't play with Brett. All these um, Army of Two games and shit. We yep. have to play split screen. I'm kind of dreading it. I'm kind of was hoping. I kind of just want to send you a 360 and say fuck it. Play it on 360. They probably saw that how shitty it was to do Borderlands 3, the um, split screen, because it was too hard to make any of the screens fucking visible. And I know someone who plays uh, split screen with his significant other, and it was just a miserable experience for them. And I think they're just probably realizing that, like you had said, why at this point. As long as games have that option, Steam has it, and uh, you have things like Parsec, but things that like. Uh... What's this team called? Play with me or something like that, yeah. where you just jump into somebody's game and play with them, so you don't need two copies of the game. That's more or less like the modern day solution to the split screen problem. Yeah, but you know, unless it's like Mario Kart, you got like four bros there that just want to pl- throw down some Mario Kart. I don't really see Halo being a split screen thing. I think that's a, that was an era that has passed kind of thing. Campaign co-op is pushed to November. Forge beta, which was previously subscribed in September, will also be November. And Season 3 will be delayed until March 2023. Have they cited any reasons for this? Or is it all like rollover pandemic stuff? or Just new road co- content roadmap. Um, I don't think there was really anything behind it. Maybe some uh, feedback they needed to address or something. Who knows? I think they just want to have it ready so that way we're not in another gear situation where they're just like, oh, cool, half the people can't play together. Yep, still haven't played Gears 5. Haven't played haven't done it. Halo either. Okay. I, own it on, I own the game on Xbox, so I can just play on my Xbox with you. That's fine. And the last bit of news I have is there's a new Magic set that came out this week. What Yay! Dominary United! Woo! Back to Some of that game I played back in, like, 95 with my brother. Yeah. It's yeah. still going on. It's still a live game. People love Magic the Gathering. It is the most popular trading card game, at least is in it, America. Is it still pay to win? Uh, no. I mean, as much Ish. as any trading card yeah. game is, yeah. Versus Hearthstone, no. Is, is uh, pay to win. I don't I mean, like games like... that limit you based on physical ownership of cards that you can only get with a, like a slight chance. That's not a good... It's not a good way of making you a strategy. Can, you can buy singles. You can trade cards. I don't know. I... I like magic. I I yeah. love cracking packs. It's it's addictive. It's yeah. That's the whole thing. It, it is the physical real world version of a uh, blind box. Everybody fucking lost their shit about fucking blind boxes in video games, but they still buy magic cards. Uh, that's what I've been bullshit. saying. I've been dealing with blind boxes my entire fucking life than any card game I played. So yeah, it's it's a garbage system. They should just have all the cards up for sale. You buy the ones you want. And you build your deck. That's how you make a. A structurally sound strategic game. It's like games like uh, like Ascension and Dominion, all those things that should yep. be way more. 
You can buy singles for Magic. You can buy singles, but I have to go to a fucking third party to do it. I can't say, hey, Magic Wizards of the Gathering. Uh, yeah. Wizards of the Coast, what the fuck is their name? Yeah. I want this and this and this card to make my deck. I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, bro. You have to get those in packs. Go fuck yourself. Bad, bad design. If you collect the whole entire set, they send you one in um, foil now. Oh, boy. Oh, no. What's up? Oh, no. New news. River City Ransom game creator passed away. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, God. That's awful. <laughs> That's actually sad. Yeah. The studio announced that uh, Masashiro Yoshida passed away suddenly on August 30th. He described I'm... the father of downtown Neseku franchise, best known for the River City franchise entry. Ah, man. Rest in peace, buddy. You made some great video games. Reworked in English as... Oh, yeah, you also did uh, Super Dodgeball? Yeah. Oh, Same man. Good. Great games. That's a bummer. Man, I wish I wasn't... Like, I wish... Ah, bullshit. <laughs> Magic, blind boxes. Good news. This episode is good to you, brother. Yeah, man. I'm gonna go some do some. Games. I'm gonna go do some ransoming of River City. I have like my River City ransom perler on my wall right now with the barf. They, they came up with a new game that was uh, like a Three Kingdoms motif. I haven't played that one yet. I heard it was kind of mundane, but I mean, you know, all these new ones kind of are. So I'm so proud yeah. to give it a shot. They came up with a bunch of them on the 3DS. Have you played those ones? No. They're, they're like new games with like new graphic styles, but they still have like the 8-bit sprites and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to buy um, Cult of Sheep tonight, I think. Cult of the Lamb? Cult of Lamb, yeah, yeah. That's a fun yeah. little game. It I'm is. finishing up... Um, let's jump to the next section, um, since we're out of news. Um, I'm about to finish uh, The Ascent. Hey, I started that game. Really fun. Uh, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. The atmosphere is really fucking good. Um, I really can't get enough of it. I like that cyberpunk twin shooter feel. It allows you to go into areas that have like skulls and stuff like that. So I was able to sneak into an area to get like one of the better guns in the game. So that way I was just blowing through shit. And the pacing, the storyline is like kind of weird. I kind of just zone out. I'm like, oh, this guy's mad at this guy. <laughs> but it's a cyberpunk game and I can't get enough of it. Um, I think I'm about... I checked last night to see I'm two missions left and I'm 19 and a half hours in and they have a new game plus and they have a DLC that takes about three hours. So I'm kind of all in for this game. It's really fucking good. It should have probably been in my top list of games from last year. Um, yeah, it's the only game I played this week. One complaint about that game. What's that? I want it to be more like Smash TV with a constant action. But there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of dead space between one set of areas and the next set, and it gets me kind of uh, kind of sleepy. So I wish it was yep. more uh, more handholdy towards the next set of action. I'm not playing this to explore an area. I want to go shoot some motherfuckers. You know. Uh, what I will say is, give it two hours because pretty soon, once you get into one, like there is, you'll get fast travel with a taxi. But after that, like everyone is pissed at you in the city. So basically, it doesn't matter where you're running; is that you're just constantly fighting people. And I'm constantly getting messages from, like, this group I'm working for to, like, as much as we appreciate how much you're good at killing, could you please lay it off the humanoids and stuff like that? And I'm just, like, you don't ever have anything bad happen to you, so it's just kind of funny watching people going, Ah, oh, fucking don't kill me! <laughs> I felt bad whenever I shot one of those worker bots. Yeah, don't. It gets just chaotic. At one point, the screen just turns, like, fucking full of dots and stuff like that where I'm at in the game. I'm like, 
the last two missions are so hard that I'm like, I'm just going to take a break from this before I break my controller. Yeah. Would you play it on normal? Uh, yeah, it gets intense though. Okay, that's I'm on it myself. Um, I didn't want to put it on hard. It's I don't like games like that to play on hard. Like Neon Abyss, any type of bullet shooter where it just seems like they're just gonna throw more shit at you and then raise um, some of the damage. I find it super fucking annoying, and I, I like this. These games are kind of difficult as it is. You don't need to boost up the difficulty for no reason. Your cat stopped talking. My cat. Oh, there he goes. Um, yeah. I didn't know who I was played... talking to. I just heard a voice with no uh, articulation. See, me and you played a little bit more Siege. Siege is still good. Yeah. Um, and my kill, ti- kill time game this week has been um, fights in tight spaces. And then my kids have been taking over my computer. So I put on my other screen. I've been redoing my Stardew Valley game. Because um, I can't get enough of that shit. I love Stardew Valley. Uh-huh. That's all I'm playing is, but the ascent. Um, I need to start a new game this week. I'm trying to f- find what it is. Probably Wow Weird West. I think is going to be the one, just because uh, I need to I'd, finish. I'd recommend Hard West Two over Weird West personally. Give it a shot, but that's just my. Or I'm going to play Kirby. I think Kirby's the other oh, one yeah. on my list. Yeah, do Kirby. So, I'm kind of was- like. I was very happy I went back and played Mario Odyssey, so that's probably going to be my... I played a little bit of Kirby, not a lot of it, but it's definitely one of those games I want to go back to and just sit through and uh, play the whole thing. Um, my I have, like, speaking of mental issues and things that, like, happen, the fall is, like, a hard season for me, and I just really shut down and play a ton of fucking games. I need just something that's going to pick me up and make me feel good, and I feel like I've, I've been saving Kirby for the fall <laughs> for those reasons where I'm just like, I need something fun that's just going to get me out of that fucking funk, and I feel like I'm going to be playing a lot of Kirby and Mario this this fall. <laughs> Try to keep my head straight. Have you seen the opening video when he's, uh, He's yeah, taking exactly. over a car and you're just watching these little <laughs> ducks cross the road. And it's the most adorable thing play. you've ever seen. It's so cool. That's why I'm just like, you know, that that's going to be my fall game. Mouthful mode. Final Fantasy is yeah, really bright I don't and like shiny. that they named it Mouthful Mode. Not Mouthful Mode. Can we have kids sit around the Kirby and get, get a look at his Mouthful Mode? Oh fuck, mouthful mode, mouthful guys. Mouthful of Kirby. <laughs> yeah, I'm guys, it, that. don't worry, kids. Kirby says it's just mouthful mode. Seems like the worst fate, you know. You get eaten, at least it's over with. When you do oh. mouthful mode, he's just he's just taking you for a ride. He's latching on. He's like I, a wonder zombie if, I wonder point. if there's a lot of saliva. <laughs> I don't know. He seems pretty news. dry. What's that, um, buddy? That dickhead from. Um, who made that game got banned from Steam, Twitter, and everything, so we can finally just do a yeah, uh, hip-hip-hooray about that dickhead. We talked about him last week, um, and I usually don't like making fun of people and say, stay in your own lane, but this guy's a fucking cockwobble. Um, a cockwobble? Just a, just a yeah, giant piece of shit. Yeah, a bunch of transphobic statements in his patch notes and stuff, and like clearly violating Steam, uh, Steam turns of service. Taking like, your mask fucking... off during the pandemic just so girls yeah. can see a bunch of stupid bullshit. Fuck him. That was pretty light in comparison. Oh, completely. Who knew that would be the lightest shit he said two years later, huh? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, and like, look, look, if it, if you want to hold shitty views and make games, you should be able to make games. But like, you know, 
fucking, don't bring it into it you know yeah no. keep, keep it separated and then maybe you might actually be able to sell some games and, and people might actually take you seriously but when you when you act like mentally ill on your fucking in your steam patch notes um and and say like all kinds of crazy transphobic anti-mask anti-vax like conspiracy theory level shit just all over your fucking your patch notes maybe 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 stop maybe think about your choices and and how you got here is he a one-man studio or did yeah. he like he harm a like bunch it, of uh, people no it's just one person i think from what i could tell okay it'd suck if there's some actual like decent people working on that game and got oh god how shitty would that be yeah but at the same time like at this point you you like you know this, this has been going on for quite a while now you yep. know and at this point you, you you're you've stuck up you stuck with it and uh i think yeah but you just said you gotta separate the people the from the, the the art or whatever uh, i i i don't believe in separating the art from the artist when the art is fucking uh also be, being used to push their the same agenda i don't know i, I think it's i mean hard to i I assume a subordinate doesn't have the power to say, "Hey, bro, can you stop putting crazy rants in your patch notes?" <laughs> right? And it's like, uh, no, yeah, come back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I can you know. can you please stop? I got a family to feed here. Like <sighs> gladiator guild manager, they're not dickheads. And what happened? You... What is what happened to people just being chill? What happened to the chill in the world? You know, there's no chill know, anymore. Uh, people are more increasingly polarized in in America. Fucking. Social media and media in general loves extremes to push the algo and make money. Because happiness yep. doesn't sell. Turn yeah. off your phone. Go watch some High Noon. It'll be a good night. Smoke a bowl. Watch some TV. Eat some. Buy a buy a blender and make milkshakes. That's what I've done. It's fucking oh, I, great. I don't know. Did we talk about it this last week? I just Good Riddance, Andrew Tate's band. Like the people like that. They they yeah. They, yeah. I just heard the name Andrew Tate was banned from uh, EA. You can't name your character, your account, uh, Andrew Tate. I have no idea who that is. I took a quick Google search. You can see some British dude who likes to go on a like pro masculinity rants or something. Oh uh, yeah, uh, he literally yeah. likes to talk about sexually assaulting and committing acts of violence against women. Uh, he's just boxer. absolute trash. Uh, yeah. I, I've I legitimately never heard of this person up until he about moved to an Romania hour ago. to avoid um, some human trafficking and sexual assault allegations because oh, yeah. uh, the, they have their lax about extraditing people for that sort of stuff. There, he's a um, styled self-help guru offering the most male fans a recipe for making money, pulling girls, and escaping the matrix. So, oh boy, if if those three, if that sentence doesn't make your skin crawl. And tell you exactly the type of person he is. Probably reeking of every smell of Axe body spray combined. Called douchebag. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he, it kind of sums it up. Yeah, he, he uh, takes advantage of insecure young men uh, and teaches them to hate women. Um, nice. Yeah, some, some real, real shit tier level stuff. <sighs> Would you guys watch our own Polanski movie or no? Uh, isn't he like a chomo? A what? Yeah. Oh, chomo. Uh, underage, I believe. I don't want to. It was a, a teenager, I believe, back in the seventies, and he uh, fled the country to avoid a trial, and he's been banned from the U.S. ever since. I don't know um, any of his movies, so I feel like if I haven't watched I, one at this Chinatown point, Chinatown is like the big one. 
I've never, I don't know anything about it, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not stressing about watching this film. Oh, he he did the pianist. Yeah, he did the pianist. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Oh, see, uh, that's a movie that has been on my list of shit to watch, but I'll I'll skip it. That's fine. Oddly, the remake of Oliver Twist in 2005. That's a weird choice. Yeah. Yeah. So I, just, I don't know. I don't the, know. I don't the current world stance on. I mean, the guy's a piece of shit, but you're not going to watch Chinatown. Chinatown's an okay movie. I, I so I. Sometimes I think it is. It, it, it's important to like. When shitty people make media that carries their shitty message, sometimes I do think it is important to to watch it and try to understand like their messaging. Not not necessarily try to learn it, you know, like fucking take it as a, le- a learning opportunity to like understand uh, what they might be thinking, but not not necessarily from a ah yes, this is good perspective, you know. Yeah, I think I think that is important sometimes, but um. I don't know. A lot of times, these people could just rot in hell. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty much. That's how it kind of. Yeah. Summed it up pretty well. Yeah. Man. Then uh, I never buy their media. You know, if you if you really do like feel the need to watch it, pirate it. Fuck it. And that's one of those things I don't know how I feel about because you're playing it either way. Like people say, I'm not, I don't like Blizzard and what they're doing, but just just pirate Diablo Four and shit like that. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, what's What's the message there? Just, just don't play it, you know. If you yeah. have, if you have a strong yeah. stance against it, just don't, don't consume it. Like I, I haven't touched a fucking Activision game. I played Diablo three. Was it last summer? Yeah. And I, and I, that's not a game I paid for. I had it since you know it was out in the Switch, but you know I still felt kind of shitty about it. <laughs> I renewed yeah. my WoW subscription just knowing that I'm going to play the next expansion. And it's like, do I feel bad? Yeah, but do I just know who I am when it comes to it? It's like I God, you can't. You're morally void anyway. You you don't have a stance on anything. I'm chaotic neutral. No, I, like, it, you know what? Fucking World of Warcraft is is an, an addictive game. Like it's it's easier it's easier to fucking bend that bend that uh, stance for for an addiction. If if you know, I was just gonna you know. say now that I'm doing a podcast, I can easily justify my heroin easier than when I wasn't doing a podcast. So. <laughs> What else is everybody playing? Uh, I said what I was kind of doing. Didn't uh, curse? Didn't you say you had a good um, oh, like, yeah. discount game a, that you and your I friends are playing? I picked up a budget game this week that all the homies are playing. It's called Core Keeper. It's uh, it's like a isometric top-down survival crafting game. You know, like Minecraft in uh, top-down isometric. It's got little uh, tile-based mechanics, so it's kind of like um, Dungeon Keeper. Like it's on a big grid. It's super adorable. It's done in like a a chibi pixelated style. It's got mine carts and electricity and I just discovered drills and and all sorts of cool stuff. It looks like there's some sort of uh, level of automation you can work up towards too. We're, we're, We're progressing slowly enough in our world. But you know, we, we you defeat the first three bosses, you think that's it, and uh, there's actually there's actually a lot more there. It's it's still early access, and I I don't normally mess around with early access titles because I like to get the whole game. Yeah. Um, but this one's this is pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, it's really cute, and uh, it's got a nice soundtrack. Yeah, it's saying Ooh. this game is like a lot like Stardew Valley without timers and the seven days crafting Valheim crafting system. 
Yeah. Or an over the te- or an over the top down version of Terraria, which both all those like sound intriguing to me. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it it doesn't do anything new, you know. Um, but riding around in a minecart is fun. Um, what is new? You know, like games are not really wholly unique anymore. Yeah, I yeah. It, it's very it's very rare that you get a a new game. I just want a good one of those, you know. I want a really good version of a Castlevania or a really good yeah. version of a Doom yeah. or something. Doesn't have to fucking reinvent the wheel. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The first time I played Katamari, that that was that was impressive. I would love to play a game that made me feel like the first time I played Katamari again. Joe, yeah. that was twenty years ago. I know. Oh I know. I would. I would. Lo- no. I would like I said, I would love it if 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 a, a game could capture that newness again. <laughs> That was not twenty years ago. Oh, yeah, it gross! Was. It no, was. yeah. It reminds me of things like Pikmin, where things like that were really, uh, really niche, kind of, kind of yeah. cool new, new things they throw out there. When Nintendo tried, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, fucking Katamari is not Nintendo. I'm not sure you mean by that because that franchise is dead as nails. I mean, I still like it. They, That's they great. Do. I play it all the time. They did the re- the remastered one recently. I- yeah, they remastered the first one, which was an odd choice. Yeah, first one's a solid game, but they didn't do like the first two. Yeah, like We know? Love is a great one. That's the one I go back to. That one, beautiful in uh, Forever, the three I usually go back to. I play them regularly, like maybe like once a week or so. Fun, yeah, I, short burst games. They're, they're definitely games I always return to. Uh, yeah, beautiful. I don't know why they didn't remaster more than just the first one. They could have done a pack of like the first two or three. Yeah, I, I, maybe it's music rights, but they made all the songs. But the, maybe they have to repay the artists to uh, republish them. And they got some uh, some high tier people. And if you like the uh, the J pop, should be a case scene. They got some some yeah. good names in those games. They had fucking uh, Shokima Switch was a pretty popular Japanese rock band to do uh, one of the songs in the PS3 game. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I did not play the PS3 one. Oh, it's solid. It's, it's more or less a throwback. It has a bunch of uh, the older levels kind of redone, and they have some like new ones, and it's like the spirit of the old games. It's a solid game. I love that. It also works on the PS3 emulator very well. The uh, beautiful Katamari works on the Zeni emulator as of a few months ago. That was one that did not work for a very long time, and it suddenly started working, and it works very well. So if you want to play that, that one, it's That was well. the Xbox 360 one? Yep. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Right. There's a bad Katamari game, in my opinion. They're all good. Yeah, there was even like a mobile one that was actually not. not there was terrible. two mobile ones. There was one that's isometric. I think it was either really early iPhone or it was like one still like on the Java phones era. And there was a more recent one that I've not played. That was more traditional, but that isometric one, I'd really like to try again. I think there's Java phone emulators out there. There's a Nokia uh, Engage. Is it Engage? Yeah, the Engage is an Engage emulator. What? Yeah. Who the fuck craved that? Uh, well, Luke Usher worked on one for a while. I was just wondering. I, I, I will not let you speak ill of him because he's a very good man. Doing things just to do them. I think some of these emulator people just, just love the challenge. They don't care if anybody uses it to play whatever game. They just want to make something that works. And I respect that a lot. Like, who the fuck wants to play a CDI, you know? But there's emulators out there. You can CDI up all you want. 
play some very bad Zelda games. Hell yeah! And Hotel Mario, which is... I'm not going to call it a good game, but it's entertaining. You just close doors. There's like three or four levels. You go around, you close... It's like elevator action, but not good. <laughs> if you, you want to call it that. Close those doors. Cameron Mitchell would be very very proud of Mario in that situation. Um, I just posted a game that's for you in one of our in our Telegram chat. You should take a quick look at it. This is uh, incoming news uh, from PAX West. PAX West? Yeah, this game is really up your uh, alley. Hamster Playground? <laughs> yes! Prepare the... cuteness overload, relentless training, and fast rivalries. You and your hamsters take on challenges while traversing mazes and riding skateboards. <laughs> I already have a hamster playground. It's called my living room. Be the first to cross the finish line and earn rewards and yummy treats. <laughs> They're guinea pigs, but you know, the same thing. The game looks adorable. Oh my god, I got that uh, the PSP <laughs> copy of uh, Hamsters back when they made all those pet games oh with the Z. Oh my god, Hamster Ball Pit. That game is not, uh, not very good. Um, PAX West has a bunch of games um, on Steam right now that you can play. So, anyone looking for stuff. Yeah, that was one of them I came across. I'm like, that looks like a top game. <laughs> All right, Cravel, you're playing Corp Keeper or anything else? I'm playing Tunic right now. I'm getting my ass beat. Have um, you uh, finished this game already? Or are you still? I have it? finished it already. I started a new game for the stream tonight, just for for something to play. Nice. I uh, I haven't finished it. I I got kind of. I don't think the combat in the game is particularly good. And I got kind of sick of it, so I uh, kind of jumped off the game. But I need to go back to it. Definitely got some jank to it. Yeah, um, there's a lot of really neat things you can do speed run wise. I was watching some speed runs about it not too long ago. It's a lot of stuff um, that's hidden, hidden in plain sight kind of stuff. Like, oh, if you yeah, go over here, you can go to the end, but you didn't notice this at first glance. Yeah, a there's, a, there's a lot of stuff you can just do right off the bat that you don't know about. Uh, there's a mode you can enable where I think it disables combat or it either makes you very strong. or so. it may, There's some kind of buff you can enable that's like a cheat. That I might put on because I just don't like the combat. Yeah, so like, like this part where game. I'm at, I don't know if you saw that, but this part where I'm at is absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah. I have to get past this turret and this guy, and I have, like, no ranged options right now. And the the turret, basically, if, if it hits me one time, it's going to kill me because this the hit stun leads me into, like, a full chain of just getting annihilated. Um, it's pretty relentless. I don't know. It, it's fine. I've beaten it already. I don't know how I did. But Is this going to end up on your top five list of the year, you think, or no? Oh, it might. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, it's, it's one of those games that's kind of polarizing where some people say yeah, whatever, and other people say it's the best game ever made. It's, it's one of those games. I don't games. think it's the best game ever made, but I think it was a, it's a great, it's a great nostalgic love. Yeah, uh, love those manuals are great. To, yeah, no, it's, it's a love letter to, to classic gaming. Um... Uh, I, I don't know. It's great. Oh. I was playing some uh, Evil Land. You guys ever play Evil Land? Uh, I of it, I think. Yeah, that's a good game. That's a really good game. I wouldn't call it that, but it's definitely an exploration of game design and mechanics and stuff. So it's it's an ancient game if you've never played it. It's on everything. It's on computers. It's on uh, consoles. I was playing it on my Shield, so it's on Android. It's a, a very simple game where it starts off where you can only move to the right. And then to your right, there's a treasure chest. You get that treasure chest. It says, all right, we're giving you the ability to move to the left. So you walk over to the left. It, it's presented in like a Zelda style, like an old classic Zelda game. 
You go to the left, there's a treasure chest, and it says you can now move in two dimensions, so you can move up, down, left, right now. You do that, and you get into the third one, it's like, all right, now you have a world map, and it creates the game field around you. And you go through the game, you go through areas that are very similar to, uh, it, it branches off to different genres, but it starts off as a Zelda game. And while you're going along, you collect treasure chests, like, you now have hearts, you can now... Take uh, hits now. Uh, enemies will now move in 30 frames. Uh, you can now move diagonally. You have free movement now. You have a sword. You have the ability to throw a bomb. And then you go to the next area and it says, Oh, you have a 256-bit color. And then the game will change and yeah, have the updated color. So you, just, you, you progress and does all this fun stuff. Yeah, uh, it, fun. It, it, it switches to like a Final Fantasy VI style game. And then it switches to like a Final Fantasy VII style game, and then it switches to a Diablo like clone. It just keeps I changing the genre. Yeah, it's kind of janky. The hitboxes are kind of shit, <laughs> but the actual like game design, like the, it's a fun, fun thing that somebody made. There's yes, also a I sequel. Agree. I have not played the sequel. I, I, I have. I originally played this game like I don't know five, seven years ago. Whenever it was new. Yeah, but uh, that was on my phone, and I was just laying in bed last night. And let me tell you about having your Wi-Fi away from your uh, your shield, and everything you have is via streaming in other rooms, and all you get left is with a shield. I think I've went in plenty of rants before on how underutilized the shield is in terms of a gaming console, and how it doesn't want you to play anything on there that isn't just a streaming game. Like the store is incredibly restricted. It's in, it's crazy. Most of the things that you put, you pop up a game, and a lot of the recommended things are just emulators because they know what you're gonna do. And all my games are of course on a server, so I have to. My Wi-Fi wasn't working great last night. Is what I'm trying to say. So I just said, "Fuck it, I'll grab an Android game," and that's the one I pull, I downloaded and I played. Like I don't know, I got to the point where it is Diablo-like, and I finished that area. So that I, if, if I had a guess, I'm not having a lot left did you beat it brett no i haven't i made it to about the final fantasy 7 section and then i never went back to it like you did um i think yeah. i have evil you know what it's doing at that point you, it's, exactly it's, i was not expecting diablo that was kind of funny i do have evil <laughs> land 2 but i have never yeah. played it oh no i got 5.6 hours into it apparently i have two i've not loaded it up yet but i will try that it's but that, that it's, it's a cool little game yeah, it doesn't exactly. play the best but you kind of like what it does I really enjoyed the concept of it. That's the reason I've like I've played games like that before where the concept is you kind of see where it's gonna do, but it never like really delivers for what you want. And then it like you said, it's kinda janky, but it's not janky enough where it's not like unforgivable. Yeah. I love that yeah, stuff shit, like thirty second hero or whatever it's called, and half minute hero. And I yeah, thought that was kinda too. janky, but this one was I thought this one was a little bit more forgiving. That guy is uh, whoever made it is clearly not a uh, English speaker natively because there's a lot of uh, a lot of times you kind of have to think about what it's saying. It's like, oh, I get what he's saying. Exactly. <laughs> As some of that, it's like, ah, oh, this guy is not a native speaker. <laughs> uh, let's see. Other than that, I've uh, I've done what I said I wouldn't do, but I do it every single time. Every fucking time, I do it. There's a series called The Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh no! Did you buy it? I do not like Monster Hunter. And every single time a new one comes out, it's always, this is the one that will get you. <laughs> the one that you? came out on the Wii U. No, this is the one. You want to get this one. This changes everything. Ah, I didn't like that one. All right, the 3DS. The XXX Unite, or whatever the fuck it's called. This is the one. You got to play this one. Nope, don't like this one. 
All right, Monster Hunter World. This game is yeah, going to change it all for you. This is, this is so westernized. It is so westernized. It is so much easier. That's bullshit. It is tedious as fuck. It's hard to leave the main town. Fuck that game. Not fun. Monster Hunter Rise. I did buy it. I was playing with our boy Mike. It's like I convinced him to buy it because I'm a evil person. And I gotta say, a lot better. It's a lot better this time around. The general loop of a Monster Hunter game where it's, you have, you have these quests and the quests are hunt these monsters. In the, in the whole, I would say point of the game is to get these monster hunts to defeat the monsters. There's no base level. You don't level up. What you want to do is build stronger armor and stronger equipment. And from there, that's how you gain your powers. So you the badass armor. So you have the badass armor now. Now you want to go fight the more badass monster to get more more bot, uh, animal parts to build the next set of badass armor or the next badass sword. And it's just a cycle. You keep doing that over and over again. But this game, they made it. So all you have to do to leave the fucking town is hit R2. You hit R2. It's like, do you want to go out and do this quest? I'm like, yes, thank you. Oh my god. That is, that is so much easier. Thank you. Yeah, honestly, I must admit, half my experience in Monster Hunter World is I'm wandering around one of the main hubs trying to figure out what I'm doing and yeah, how to yep. get to the quests. Like, Brett, Corey, and I were trying to play Monster Hunter World. And, like, how the fuck do you queue up and leave this fucking town? Forever. There's, like, multi. There's multi levels. Like, you have to go up an elevator. There's one part that's like. You gotta go over like a fucking uh, what do you call those ski lift things? A gondola, some yeah. shit. You gotta do that. It's like, why the fuck is this so? It's a fucking menu, more or less. Why is it so like, you know, hard to traverse? This is stupid. But this game makes it so much better. The world, your town is pretty small. Everything's really close together. Like I said, you just hit a button and you're on your way. You can do your thing. Uh, they did this um, this addition. Uh, it's like these. Like, I don't know, there's some bugs or some stupid shit, but what they really are is a grappling hook. So you got these two grappling hooks, and you can, you know, scale walls, uh, go up higher, a bunch of stuff like that. It makes traversing way easier. Uh, you always have your, you have both a dog and a cat this time around. Nice. You hold down a button, you're riding the dog. They made the game a lot faster. And let me tell you, like, one of the things that'll turn me off from any video game is when it fucking bogs you down with, like, slow walking or... All this bullshit. This game understands that. And finally, finally, let's just play the fucking game. And kudos. So I may actually give this game a good run. Awesome. I, I only I did a few quests. My, when, I, when I was playing it, Mike was doing the tutorial. So by the time he was doing the tutorial, he was like, I'm tired. I'm like, all right, we'll continue this later. So we haven't actually done a quest together yet. I've done a, a few single player quests. Uh, I mean, they're perfectly fine. You just kind of hack at monsters and they die and you take the body parts and go back to town. That's the general loop. But you gotta I, get the I, tail cut. Gotta, gotta cut off the tail, man. You gotta get that's a separate piece. If you don't kill it when it's alive, you don't get the part. So you gotta cut the tail off in advance and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm willing to give it a, a good, honest try this time. Uh, my understanding is that the expansion is only end game content. So if you're, I think it has a few like styles when you're making your character, but other than that, you don't see anything from it until you're at that point in the game. So I didn't buy the expansion yet on the chance that I probably won't make it there. But uh, <laughs> maybe I will, and I'll give it a, a good old good old play. Okay. I'll go buy it this week. Yeah, you can get it for 20 bucks off of, uh, I think, CD Keys. One of those sites. Oh, that's like not bad really, at all. Yeah, really cheap. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, there's a series called Glory of Hercules. You guys ever hear of it? No. Nope. Heracles. Uh, okay, it's Heracles. a... Heracles. 
it's one of those weird series where it was like really big in Japan. You heard nothing about it, but for some reason, Nintendo got the, it was originally a game that was done by uh, Data East, and uh, it was a four game plus uh, a side game on the Game Boy. Uh, first two on the the Famicom, the next two on the Super Famicom. Uh, relatively successful series and unknown to the West. We never heard of this game. We never got it. And for some reason, uh, Nintendo and some other company got the rights to it because uh, Data East went under in like the early 2000s. So they got the rights and they made it the fifth game. Uh, and they released it in the US. It was just one of these games that just came out in the DS and people were like, what the fuck is this? Nintendo made this? And, it, you know, a long-running series. We know nothing about We just got... It's, it's, they did with Fire Emblem. They did the same thing. Uh, Fire Emblem, the first one we got in the United States was for the Game Boy Advance. That game came out originally on the Nintendo. Wow. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things where we just suddenly get this thing and they just call it... They call it Glory of Hercules in the US. And it's like, it's, it's uh, number five in Japan. So they call it five in Japan. And uh, I was just looking through these games because I was going through my, uh, my totally legit ROM collection that is... <laughs> All games 100%. I don't myself. Yeah, and of course. All these English hacked translated games I have uh, pulled off cartridges I own. Uh, I, was, I was playing through a few of these games, and they're actually really like highly pro- uh, like high production value on these old Nintendo games. I was actually really surprised. So I was jumping around the series a bit. I was playing a little bit of all of them. Uh, and it's your basic uh, Dragon Quest style JRPG. Uh, but very well done. Like the graphics are really nice. It has a nice uh, course. The first game you play as Hercules himself, and all these uh, other games. He's in the games, but he's not like the main character. But it's uh, like ancient Greek themed, which is a, a time period I like a lot. So I'm actually kind of uh, getting into these games. I was playing a good chunk of the DS game, and that game is actually really, uh, really cool too. It's one of those games that was on like nobody heard of it, nobody bought it, and it was at Best Buy's clearance bin for five bucks, and that's when everybody bought it. And I don't know anybody who else has actually played it. <laughs> Have you guys played it? No. You probably never even heard of it, right? No. Yeah. Not until right now. Yeah. It's one of those things. It just popped out of nowhere and it came and went. And there's been no entry since then. There was a they added some of the characters into the, the latest Smash game, but otherwise it's a relatively dead series. But uh, I'm having a good good time with it. I'm, I might do a review on it depending on the. Uh, the length and if I can get anything interesting out of it. So I'm going to work at it. You've been continuing your Fire Emblem, right, Avenue? Uh, I have not played any this week. This week, I I only really played a few things and I've been working a lot of schoolwork because I want to get that paper, baby. Nice. I've been doing that. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of not having a degree, so <laughs> I'd rather get that done sooner than later. But no, I've not played any. I, I've been getting the urge. I've been wanting to pump on. I got a new TV in my office here. And I want to uh, throw it on there and lay back and play some Fire Emblem, but I just haven't got around to doing it yet. So it's, it's on the papers. Series. It's a good series. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a Warriors game. It's not a traditional Fire Emblem, though I am a, a big fan of those two. I'll probably play one of those after I'm done with this on stream. I haven't decided which one. Probably the Game Boy Advance one. I like that one a lot. The first American one. Not only did we get a random Fire Emblem game in the US, it was also the second one in the series of the Game Boy Advance games. It's a bizarre, bizarre situation we got that game in. It's only because Marth and uh, Roy were popular characters in Smash Bros. Melee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else I've been playing. I played... Have you guys played the game Prey for the... Uh, no. no. I'm talking about the original one on the uh, PC slash 360. 
Nope. There's a who made that game? Uh, Machine Head Games, maybe. That's one of those people. Are you aware of it? Uh, I've, I'm a little familiar, yeah, but yeah, you know, I never played it. It's a first-person shooter. It does a lot of interesting things um, for Portal, but kind of in that same vein, mm-hmm. where uh, you have you have two modes where you have a physical a, a person, and then you also have a, a spiritual version of yourself. And you can project your spirit out and go through things like uh, hazards and stuff you can't do when you're a uh, physical version and uh, you have a bow in the, in that form, which is insanely powerful for some reason because spirit bows are apparently the, the hottest shit on the planet. Well, uh, yeah, of course. There's a lot of puzzles where like, all right, I'm going to put my physical body here, switch over to spiritual mode, go through this door, activate the switch, and while the switch is activated, go back into my normal mode, and then that made me get through this part. And uh, there's a lot of things with like portals and... Uh, has a cool mechanic where you it's like a like a just like it looks like a crate you look in it and it's a regular crate but if you go around the back of it and walk through it you're in a completely different room you can see the change in the in the square you look in the square of the, the hole you can see the new map but you can look around you still see the old map it's just a bunch of cool stuff especially for the era this is like 2006 2007 this game came out it's super underrated yeah, yeah. Cool. there's a bunch of like a uh, bunch of these trails you walk on the brain it's like anti-gravity uh, pathways, so you can walk up along a wall, but you'll like around you, people will still be coming at you with normal physics. So you shoot them, and they'll like fall off the thing, and it's it's just really cool. A game I never really paid attention to, but uh, somebody mentioned it how you can't buy it on Steam anymore for some reason. So I just grabbed a key offline for like two bucks. Totally worth two bucks. <laughs> Good game. Hmm. Yeah, maybe you should, man. Maybe you should. Maybe think you should. should. Think you maybe should. you should. I, I can't think of anything else I played this week that wasn't for just a few minutes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much at my end here. I don't know yeah, I think uh, oh. we've. I played one other thing. What'd you play? Uh, the remake of Mafia. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. How was it? Uh, very well polished from what I played. It looks really good. The original one is like a PS2 game, like 2004 maybe. It was janky as hell back then, and it had that fucking... Uh, have you guys ever played this game? No? No, no I haven't. I, it's on my list of like backlog games forever, but I've never gotten around to them. It has this infamous mission where you have to go into a race, and you have to uh, race against like supercar, and it's, it's incredibly unforgiving, and that's a, lot, that's a point where a lot of people said, fuck this game. And that is my next mission right now on oh, the no. remake. So I hope it's a lot better in the remake. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, but it's a it's a Grand Theft Auto styled game, but it takes place in the 1930s, mm, and you're yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. A, it's your general uh, mafia story. I'm just a regular guy who got wrapped up in the mafia, and now I got to get out. And I shouldn't even be here today. Yeah, like you start off as a cabbie and you just happen to have uh, pick up two people who are being chased by other mafia members and you pick them you're like ah oh, you're part of the family now brother and you know that kind of story but it's uh, totally solid The it, this version thankfully in the original you actually had to follow traffic laws like speed limits and red lights oh, and yeah. stuff otherwise the cops would pull you over and this one you can toggle that off it still has it but you can't turn it off which is great because who wants to go behind these little ass cars you know yeah, it's it already the 1930s, except- so you know you're not exactly blazing as it is it sounds fun for like 30 seconds yeah, yeah. It's it sounds like a thing. fun, immersive experience until you realize that it's not fun to. Wait a second. Exactly. <laughs> Real life sucks. 
yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll probably keep pegging away at that. That was pretty fun. Dorito. That's that's what I was playing. That's awesome. Uh, that's basically everything I had to talk about this week. Me and Tom are gonna probably continue to play some uh, as Dust Falls. If you guys haven't been following our streams, we had some fucked up shit happen. Uh, I'm not we sure have if a time be... jump coming up. Yeah, we do got a time jump where some shit happens, so you guys should come and check that out. Um, otherwise, we will be back at our normal time next week. Again, thank you all for joining us. And again, this is Tiny Dynamite Presents Digital Deliberations. I'm Brett, that's Tom, and that's Curves. We will see you all next week, and thanks again. Stay safe, and uh, yeah, that's it for me. See ya. Have a good night, everybody. Domo arigato. Mr. Roboto. Hey, hey, man. Don't insult my people like that. <laughs>